Miami sun. She won't get a tan. Ain't worried, cause I know that she ain't got a man. When the sun sets in the nighttime, bay I ball like J400 in the right times. In Miami sun, she won't get a tan. Ain't worried, cause I know that she ain't got a man. When the sun sets in the nighttime, bay I ball like J400 in the right time. She looking good. Hey, you did it to us too. That, uh, that year. Tom Brady's last game. Yeah, I was there. I saw that in person. All hundred and thirty something. I'm going on Sunday. Got oh, me some are? tickets for Christmas. It's lit. There you go. Yes, sir. That, Miami. That the uh, Jacksonville. Uh, oh, that's the last game. Is that the last game of the season? I'm not sure. No, oh. there's two more left. Oh, I was about to say. Oh wait, Jacksonville's in two weeks. Then I think. No, it's on the second. Is that not the last game of the season? No, nah, nigga. My boy second, got the tickets. Seconds man. on Sunday, boy. Oh. Whatever. Bye, bye. Whatever, man. You'll get to see Trevor Lawrence uh, up close. Hopefully, he... Uh, Mac 10. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence versus Mac uh, 10. Is that a rematch of the... No, oh, no. Nah. Nah. Ain't no rematch. It, they never played against each other. Wait. Not even in Oh, college. you meant in college? Yeah. Mac Jones and yeah. Trevor Lawrence? It's going to yeah. be a first time. Nah, first time. First matchup between the two. Mac and Cheese. Wait, so how does that work out then? What do you mean? What? Are they... They're in the same draft class though, right? Mac Jones and Trevor Lawrence? I believe so, right? But they never played against each other in college? Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? Why, they're in different conferences, and then I think Ohio State beat um, beat either Clemson. I think. Yeah, Ohio State beat Ohio Clemson. Ohio State beat Clemson, so they couldn't play Bama. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> welcome to episode, uh, I'm not sure which episode this is, episode 14 uh, of season two of the Zone Talk podcast. I'm your host, Jamel. I'm back here with the full house, Nap, Rashad, Devon, Donovan, uh, no Lola, no Bosco. How are you guys feeling today? You good. Everybody have a good Christmas? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and happy new year. Nah. Christmas is smooth. The food was bussing. Yeah, the food. I feel like the food was kind of the focal point of Christmas. Christmas. Family time was much needed. You already. Facts. Facts. Uh, Had the matching uh, pajamas with for the first time with my family. Uh, they, uh, I was forced into it. So. Yeah, I was on a sweet potato <laughs> pie and ice cream diet. Yeah, you. nah. Oh, be I like was that. smoking. I was killing the sweet potato <laughs> yeah. pie. I needed it. Yeah. Like SpongeBob did with that water. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Less, yeah, and there was uh football on all weekend. Uh so it was uh we got some good football games uh starting on Thursday night, uh which we had the Niners and the Titans. Uh the Titans pulling that one out uh, twenty to seventeen. And um I believe they also clinched uh the playoff spot. Um or they're close to clinching a playoff spot. Uh, at the very least. But nonetheless, um, we could start there, or do you guys want to start a different game? Yo, let's talk about A.J. Brown. But not only that, like, both receivers on each team rushed, uh, received for 145 yards. Yeah, it was A.J. Brown versus Debo Samuel all night. And Um, that's A.J. Brown's first game back from Yeah, I think it was 11 catches for A.J. Brown. Yeah. Now this just makes me curious as to what – what a healthy AJ Brown does in a full and who's season. It, and who's to say he is like fully healthy right now? That well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> because it's like this is him off a three game stint where he just got he just like recovered some stamina. In one in, in one game <laughs> but, in the, his last game he broke like his, like he had a chest injury, a rib injury, whatever, and had like a messed up hand and like ankle or whatever. Yeah, 
But for him to come out and then put up, I think, career-high numbers. Um, I think yeah. it's definitely a career-high in catches. Uh, at the very least, 11 catches, 145, a touchdown, average 13 yards a catch. Uh, and Tannehill, uh, first half, I think he had like five catches or so. But in the second half, Tannehill didn't look anywhere else. Uh, and there was no reason to because A.J. Brown was open every play. Um, their run game was, you know, kind of sporadic. Uh, but, you know, they still tried to kind of commit to it. But once A.J. Brown started going, it, it looked slow for the Niners. So uh, the Tennessee Titans move up to 10-5 and five in a very tight AFC playoff race. Uh, and the Niners move down to 8-7. and seven. Uh, they are now, I believe, in that seventh spot uh, for that play uh, for the NFC playoff race. But uh, right behind them are the Eagles, the Saints. Um, so still very close in the NFC as well for those last few playoff spots. Donovan was just asking me uh, off the pod, like for the uh, for both conferences, like well for the AFC, who I thought was like considered a long shot for the Super Bowl, and I was thinking uh, the Titans, just because like they don't have right now like. They're a long shot because, you know, the state, that team right now, but, like, if Derrick Henry were to come back in the playoffs, like, how dangerous that team could be, especially considering, like, the, the game A.J. Brown just had. And I believe – well, Julio's actually placed on COVID this week. So, well – Everyone's on the COVID list. Yeah. But anyways, like, you add Derrick Henry to, you know, like, not even a fully healthy offense that's still performing at a high level with A.J. Brown, then I think it gets scary for – a lot of teams. Yeah, I think there's um there's quite a few coach of the year candidates and and I think you do have to put Mike Vrabel's name in there as well. Um just because if you just look at how the Titans have been historically and obviously they've revolved around Derrick Henry, for them to pull out enough wins to still be in position to clinch their division um you know is very impressive, especially that they got that early win against the Colts, who knew how big that would be given the way the Colts are playing now. And you get towards the end of the season, at the very least, you know, they can almost surely say that they're going to be in the playoffs. Um, and I think with one more win, they'll clinch their division. So, yeah, I just saw something said they'll clinch with one more win. Yeah. So um, it's, it's pretty impressive because clearly that road was long to get here. Um, and with all the injuries they've had, and obviously that's something that's universal across the NFL. It's always impressive for, you know, teams to just be able to figure it out with the players they got on the field. Yeah, it's hard to think this team lost to the Jets early in the year. And the Texans, right? Or the Jaguars, was it? They lost the two bad teams, I'm pretty sure. The Texans. Um, and speaking of the Texans, uh, we don't talk about them often, but I think this is probably uh, a great game Yeah, this to, game uh, pissed me off for fantasy reasons because – I feel like it pissed most people off. Like, all right. Let me talk to you about my fantasy <laughs> conundrum because that's what I want to get off. So it's about that time. I had the, the Steelers D, but I got Mahomes. So I'm like, all right, you know, I can't start him because I'm expecting money from Mahomes. So I'm like, all right, you know what? I can grab the Chargers defense. You know, they got matched up on the Texans. I'm like, all right, the Chargers, they're missing some guys. I know Bosa didn't play, but, like, they really let the Texans put up 41 points. 41 of Which them resulted players. in negative three fantasy points. Especially with Davis Mills having a, a nice little helm, game. Like you like to Yo, nah. Davis I Mills did not see helm. Rex Burkhead's numbers. Yo, Rex Burkhead's <laughs> bro. Yes, bro. Bro, do you understand my frustration, bro? Oh, like, man. He went like, nuts. Yo, this, pay, this, is this is Peyton Hillis work right here. <laughs> <laughs> this is Peyton Hillis work. 22 no, no, carries, no, no, 149, 6.8. 
<laughs> I got absolutely nothing to say about this game. I was disgusted. <laughs> That's what happens when you're a fan of uh, Justin Herbert and that Chargers team. They're easy to like, um, and they're the fun team to like, you know, with all the pieces they have. But this right here, this was uh, this was ugly. Texans team without Brandon Cooks. Oh uh, yeah, this is uh, they got yeah they got worked by Rex Burkhead, Davis Mills, Davis Mills, 20, 21 for twenty seven. 254, two touchdowns, no picks. Clean game, man. I mean, no one talks about him, but he's had a couple of nice performances this year. And obviously, being someone who's a, a later round pick, that thing was third round. Um, you know, good for him because nobody expected much out of the Texans. And for them to even have four wins is honestly impressive uh, to this point in the season. Well, given who they're winning against. Um, but, yeah, what does this uh, tell you about the Chargers uh, and where they stand? Uh, we'll take a quick look at the AFC playoff race. But they are um, fighting for one of those last few playoff spots, uh, assuming that things you know go well for the teams that are ahead of them. Uh, but sitting at 8-7, and seven, still tied with the Raiders, uh, the Ravens. Patriots are one game ahead of them at 9-6. and six. Colts 9-6. and six. Bills 9-6. and six. Bengals nine and six, so a lot could still happen, but not enough to for them to make a crazy push into the playoffs. It might be out of their hands. Yeah, um, again, me and Don have been talking about the Chargers being inconsistent, and I think that's, I mean, that's what I have to say. That's my reaction to your question. I'm, I mean, clearly an inconsistent team, um, and I mean, coming off of a divisional loss, you would like to imagine that. A game against the Houston Texans, um, you'd be able to bounce back and kind of like keep yourself steered and like positioned to have one of those playoff spots. But like, with this is not going to get any easier for them um, in the season because obviously this is like one of those games on the schedule you kind of just mark up like, all right, we got it, like Texans. Um, but clearly, like they're making things harder on themselves. Um, Definitely, yeah, but they're just an inconsistent team. Definitely an inconsistent team. Uh, <clears throat> uh, but let's go over to uh, the NFC. Um, how about last night's game um, between the uh, Rams and the Vikings? Was that the primetime game? That wasn't the primetime no. game, was it? No, <laughs> it felt like a primetime prime game. The primetime game was the uh, Cowboys. But Rams and Vikings was a great game. Yeah, this uh, had a primetime game feel to it, the way the Rams played. They looked like they're ready for the playoffs today. You know who didn't look like they were ready for the playoffs? Matt Stafford. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? That for as well as the run game went for them, like he really, he really wasn't able to do anything for them passing the ball. I mean, his easily his worst game of the year: three picks, two to the same play, uh, two to a defensive lineman. So it's like, <laughs> bro, we just like I don't from what I from what I'm seeing from the Rams like. They're kind of like leaning on their defense, but they they also are going to need Stafford to be at his best for them to be successful in the playoffs because there's no easy route for them in the playoffs, given their spot in the in their uh, division. Yeah, they yeah. have clinched a playoff spot, so they do sit at uh, number three right now uh, in that NFC playoff picture, uh, but. You know, when I see a game like this, and as bad as Matt Stafford played, it wasn't that close for the Vikings, and that is impressive given how many chances they had. Yeah. Yeah. Like, their defense played 
well time and time again, you know, with the offense just getting multiple, um, you know, getting multiple opportunities to score. And, you know, they proved they were pretty stout. I mean, so I think when you get a win like this that, like I said, wasn't really that close. Um, and Matt Stafford has his worst game of the season easily. You know, there's – you can be – I mean, it's not – you don't feel great about it, but you, you feel like Matt Stafford's your guy. You paid all this to get him. Like, you feel like when the time comes, he'll be able to put it on display and really take you guys to make a deep playoff push. I would yeah. think that's what you think if you're so, the coaches. two things. Like, one, like, like for – the for the Rams to like for first for Stafford to throw three interceptions um and to put up 30 points like I think that's like a testament to the caliber of team the Rams are obviously you don't want that to happen you want to play like your best football which the Rams didn't do but if you're putting up 30 points with three turnovers from your quarterback then I mean it's just one of those things like look like we're still winning we still won this game, but, like, if we just cut off on, like, the mistakes, then who knows where we can be. We can be kind of unstoppable, essentially. Um, and I think for Stafford, like, you just can't – I didn't see the interceptions. I don't remember the interceptions. I don't know what they looked like, whether or not, you know, dropped passes from wide receivers or whatever. But no, there was both. They still, they they still show D-Lyman. up on the stat sheet as three interceptions. Um, and, like – I think if you're if an organization is sending literally their future and they're they're swapping their future for for the quarterback, which is which is you, um, you can't have can't have games like that. So I mean, the pressure is definitely on Matthew Stafford to go out there and not do that. Um, so they can't afford games like this just because of like we know like this is a Super Bowl or bust year for them, and it will be for the next couple of years just because of given how much they've given up for him. Um, so it's just can't you just can't have it at all, ever. Yeah, uh, you're looking at a team that won't be very busy in the offseason because they can't. <laughs> yeah. um, they only have so much they can do. They only have so much cap space um, with some of the additions they've made to their roster. Uh, and so every year, it's, it's like we at least got to make the Super Bowl. <laughs> Um, and I obviously you want to win it once you get there, but um, they're definitely one of those teams where no matter what, they're going to have high expectations, uh, given what they've given up to get what they have on the field. Two offensive touchdowns ain't going to do it. Yeah, but uh, encourage your defense though. That defense is, you know, they um they played a hell of a game, and Jalen Ramsey looked like Jalen Ramsey, and Aaron Donald looked like Aaron Donald, and when your core pieces are like that. Uh, and you're winning games like this, sky's still the limit. Let's go to another game. Sorry, Rashad, but uh, this Bengals-Ravens game, man. Divisional matchup uh, for the AFC North. Bengals put themselves in prime position uh, for the playoffs at 9-6. and six. They're number three in the AFC. They, I believe they swept the Bengals. I mean, they swept the Ravens and the Steelers this nice. year. Um, and so I think earlier, a few pods back, Devon mentioned uh, the statement win, being on the, over the Ravens the first time. Um, and I think this is now probably more of the statement win. And given that where the Bengals have kind of – now it, people really see them as a threat, 
Like, you see what they can do offensively when they're clicking. Joe Burrow's one of the highest-rated quarterbacks on PFF, right. um, and their defense is playing better than people give them credit for. Joe Burrow just threw for 525 yards, bro. And four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. Don't forget that. Yeah, and, things. And, the, and, and the T. Higgins. The part is Josh Johnson didn't play bad no. <laughs> at all. No, not at all. They just capitalized <laughs> on every drive offensively. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Like, it wasn't any – it wasn't the, like – yo, bro, the backups for the Ravens have been playing great. Yeah. It's just, it's just a thing of like, yo – they're getting the other team's best yeah. effort right now, and Joe Burrow went off yesterday. It wasn't even just six five twenty. It was everybody touchdown. on the Bengals, like T. Joe Burrow. Higgins, Twelve catches, one ninety four, <laughs> two tubs. Yo, I wish he got that two hundred, bro. And Jamar Chase pitched in with a seven catch, one twenty five game. Like, and Tyler Boyd, three catches, eighty five yards. Joe Mixon, six catches, seventy yards. He has over one hundred and thirty yards on the day. Your core five, four or five players uh, put up monster numbers. And if this is what their ceiling looks like, this team could beat anybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, if he's throwing for 525. I don't know. I don't know with that defense. Whew. I mean, you know, look. There's a couple of teams that they run, they might run into that might get. But definitely, the way the uh, offense is working right now, they're yeah. looking. I mean, it's an offensive like league. Yeah, it looking like one of the elite offenses in the NFL For right sure. now. I mean, they got the Chiefs coming up, so we'll see. That's going yeah. to be that – that's a game yeah, I wish I could go to. And the Chiefs are clicking yeah. right now. Yeah, and um, so the Bengals are 9-6. and six. Ravens moved to 8-7. and seven. And, uh, you know, like I said, the Bengals are a prime position in the AFC to make the playoffs. But the Kansas City Chiefs, um, I mean – They win their end, right? They – the, uh, uh, well, they already clinched playoffs, clinched the division. They, oh, they clinched the division. They're, yeah, they are. They didn't take too long to like <laughs> earlier in the year. It was funny because like the entire season, we're just like, well, they'll get together. They're on an eight-game win streak. It's crazy to look <laughs> back now and like they only have four losses. Like when we were looking at them and they were going through it, we were like, well, they were, they were. Uh, I could tell you, I was never worried about them. I, was I never mean, we were about the Kansas like, City Chiefs. Yeah, like, it did knew, get to a point where it we was knew that like, like they what? weren't playing up to their level, yeah. but like it was like this doesn't mean they can't. Like, <laughs> I know like, they were losing games. It was like damn, like their offense is like mad dormant, bro. Yeah. Like not doing shit. A sleeping giant. Yeah, but <laughs> it looked like they know what's, what's going on. So literally just a matter of time with them. And it's a. Yeah. Uh, I think and it, the defense is going yeah. crazy for the Chiefs right now. I think the, they haven't like let up a touchdown. Or well, they let up a late like last like ten seconds of the game touchdown in this game. But they haven't let up like they've been shutting down. Yeah, they've been the last like three they've been weeks. stout. And um, I think the most. Like, what's really impressive for me now is, like, even when they were winning games and they were ugly earlier in the season, and even when they lost, they have been committing to the run, like, a lot this year. And they've been committing to defensively, you know, focusing on our defense, and that has been anchoring them. They were running the ball a lot. Their defense anchored them while Pat Mahomes and company figured it out offensively. And they were able to win games through rough patches, and now they're winning games, and it's not even close. Without Travis Kelsey. Yeah, without Travis Kelsey. The first time Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey uh, didn't play together. And Tyreek Hill had two catches for 19 yards. Like, That's not even their ceiling. Yeah, like this isn't even the best they could play. And they destroyed the Steelers. It was like everybody everybody Kelsey, got well, a little bit of something yeah. in the that Steelers game. The Steelers just didn't look like they were playing hard at all. They made a lot of like ugly mistakes. 
and it was just like, all right, like, are you guys trying to compete or like what's going on? Because it, it didn't look good. Yeah, Chiefs are like offensively right now. They're just like playing that type of football, like where you just look down at your phone. Before you look up, they're at their own 20. You look up, they're already, like, at the 50, like, 20 yeah. seconds later. Like, Yeah. Games change quick with uh with the Chiefs. And now it's like, used to be like, oh, one play offensively and Tyreek Hill could beat to the end zone or Pat Mahomes could take him down the yeah. field. Now it's like, yo, the defense is causing turnovers and scoring. Right. Like, non <laughs> like on a regular basis. So this is a different type of beast you're dealing with when you're not worried just about the offense making those – uh, explosive plays. Now you have the defense firing on all cylinders, making similar plays, uh, especially when the offense kit, as they've shown, you know, the past few games. Um, and so, I mean, this is just a scary beast right here in the AFC. Uh, and it, just in the league, they've kind of proven, like, you had nothing to worry about. <laughs> like, we got us over here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's this is like that's one, all it is. One big avalanche going to the playoffs for the Chiefs. Like, it's over. Yeah, and uh, Clyde Hilaire did leave with a shoulder injury, so he's week-to-week, but they've had Daryl Williams, who's filled in well, Derek Gores run hard, um, and they they just got a few options now. It looks like, you know, they've learned how to win with some other guys, which is, like, the thing that they've needed uh, to not just rely on Tyreek and Kelsey and Mahomes. Everybody else has had to step up, and seeing everybody else step up and seeing what this team looks like now – it's a, it's a scary sight. Scary sight. Those next up. Yeah, both teams are like they. Both teams, I feel like, just going to this game like knowing like, look, like this is about to be like, this For, is probably going to be a high scoring game. Yeah, like, you're kind of like expecting yeah. both teams like, look, we have to put up points. To, Chiefs at Cincinnati to beat this team. Chiefs are the favorite. This yeah, man. Crazy game. I would love to be at that game. <laughs> that would be I got a, the Chiefs. That would be a great game. Um, Covering the spread, too. I th- I'll, I'm going to take the Bengals. I think they stopped the win streak. What? I think they stopped the win streak. That, that game will tell and us And I a think lot probability the tells me they'll uh-huh. lose at some point. I don't think it'll tell us that much about <laughs> no. the Bengals. I think we know what we need to know about the Bengals. Thus far, too. Like, the guys are – honestly, for me, I meant to make the point, too, like, on that on that note um, with the, the Bengals. Like, I think what we're seeing from them – right now happening for me like happened prematurely as far as like the success that oh, we're having i agree like to me i kind of just figured like they're still in like that like they're progressively going to get better but now it's like they're they're actually winning and contending right yeah the now. ascension was very as opposed quick. to like small steps uh each season like for joe Burrow to go out and throw like 500 plus yards like <laughs> yeah they're ahead of schedule. Yeah, I believe there's only uh, five quarterbacks who've ever thrown for over 400 yards and three TDs against the Bengals, and Joe Burrow's done it twice this, yeah. this season. I saw this post, and it was like so. Joe Burrow. They were asking him like about the Bengals throwing the ball like while the, they were up on the Ravens, and they were like, yeah, well, they were doing it to us last year, so – like no, like we ain't holding back. Hey, man, that's the attitude. And yeah. I was like, all right, like, Joe and it's Burrow like in the division, man. Like, you know, bro, competitors. Yeah, they gotta yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, mad about if you mad about like, like it's the NFL. It's yeah, that's what he said. Also, like, he's like, it's not people. That was funny because I remember like you saw that. Well, I I've heard about I heard about that, yeah. but just in general, like said I ain't pay that no mind. <laughs> if like if you if you putting up like I mean you 
you're NFL team. Your your goal is to go out there and stop them. Like, I mean, Word. the times we're living in, like the game is like a little bit different in terms of the like how the competitors that we have. I think, in my opinion, like, I mean, ultimately, again, you got to go out there and and stop teams and run it up. Like, yeah. do something about it. Yeah, don't let them score. That's <laughs> yeah. all it comes down to. Yeah. Like, like you ain't got to be a bitch about it. Just saying. The Bills won the <laughs> AFC East. Oh, do we have to talk yeah. about yeah, How does that work again Titans. since we split with them and we have the same, like a similar record? Well, if they win out, they will win the AFCs. So if they lose next week against? Uh, I think they would still have the tiebreaker, I believe. I mean, they would I'm have not. to lose. Y'all would have to win, I believe. The Patriots yeah. already lost to the to the Dolphins week one. Yeah, and we. I think uh, yeah. I think the Bills swept the Dolphins. So, um, so our our odds are definitely a lot lower to win the division. Uh, we definitely still make the playoffs. Still make the playoffs. So, but we have to get our shit right. This uh, this was not a fun game to watch as a Pats fan. It was just re- really annoying seeing the Bills drive down the field. Josh Allen making third down plays. Consistent third down. It was conversion. I've bro. never been. I, I probably have been more frustrated watching another Pats game before, but this was the, yeah. the, the like. This had fantasy implications for me too. So I was. Just, <laughs> Get your personal reasons off. (laughs) Get them off, bro. (laughs) Josh Allen leading the team in rushing again. Uh, 12 carries, 64 yards. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie, who would have thought, uh, (laughs) went off for 11 catches, 125 career highs in uh, all numbers. And Stephon Diggs played well, too. Uh, It was just a long day for the Patriots. Yeah, um, I I kind of think like, in, like for this game, like last last game that they played Monday night, um, I think that type that type of game, given like the the weather, um, what the weather was in that game and the Pats running, and like what whatever amount of times to passing one time, yeah. Um, I think all of that had to do a lot of that had to do clearly um, we everyone knew that with, like with the weather in that game so that type of game was more uh, tailored towards the the Patriots style of play I would say um, in terms of what they like to do and running the ball and and keeping the possessions long um, imposing their will um, but now this time around um, I think the Bills were able to kind of like play their game which yeah is they were they able put their to, foot in the gas yeah um, you know, they didn't have to worry about the wind being the factor or the rain or whatever like that. So, yeah. bro, it wasn't even. It was Mac Jones played bad too. It wasn't yeah, like it wasn't like under fifty percent. It wasn't like the passes. Bills were just out there. They they made big plays on the downs they needed. It wasn't like they were. You know what I mean? Like it was a complete dominance. It was a lot. A lot. The Patriots were yeah. at points had times to get back into the game. Well, yeah, it made it and make play the plays to yeah. do it. The Bills drove down the field and scored. We drove down the field and, like, turned the ball over or, like, and it was just, like. Bad interceptions. Yeah, we have to finish. Like, red zone has been really important for us. And, like, we just leave with a lot of field goals. And, like, this was, I mean, one of those games, like, we had to put more touchdowns on the board to keep up with this type of offense when they're clicking like this. Like, if our defense can't do it today, like, our offense needs to be able to kind of take the reins. But we're not necessarily in position to do that. 
And um, I think that's a lot of the criticism that Mac Jones takes is because this is one of those games that that everybody's been talking about. A team that can score a lot of points and like when yeah. you can't just rely on your defense and just being able to run the ball 30, 40 times and you got to go out there and make plays as a quarterback, you can't you can't go 14 for 32. Yeah, can't, yeah that's can't not going to go 14 for, 40, uh, for 32 and two picks. Yeah, me and Donovan made that same exact point um, as far as um, with the like the Patriots and Mac Jones and that offense, like as as an opponent, if I'm if I'm an opponent uh, to the Patriots, I, I'm saying like, look, let's get out here, let's put up 14 points early, so this, we can kind of force this team to like shy away from what they yeah. like to do on the ground. Because and that's part of it is putting a young quarterback in a situation where he has to play catch up, has to play catch up and, and lead and pass the ball, um, and I think. In this game, the the Bills are able to to capitalize that, and I mean it's probably it's part of the the growing pains of a, a young QB. Um, I think Mac Jones is always going to be um, as as long as he's on the Patriots, he's going to be in the put in the best position to succeed. But I think individually, um, as a young quarterback, he he has to work on being in those situations where he has to like put the team on his back and pass the ball. Yeah, he was under pressure a little bit, and that affected him uh, during the game. You could tell uh, a, a little bit throughout the game. But um, one of the things that I, this just made me, you know, realize – well, not realize, but we've always needed it. But I would just really love to add a number one receiver. This Obviously, the way Josh Allen got Stephon Diggs. I would love to see what a number one receiver does to this offense, like a true number and one. And Mac Jones. That's proven. Um, I would love to see uh, that – correlation between that type of development to see a jump in his play uh but even with the players we have now your floor has to be higher uh for us to be able to win games because we do have a great o-line we still ran the ball very well so it's not like you know things were out of reach to the point where we couldn't do what we like to do we just had to make more plays than we were able to um and a lot of that starts at the quarterback and trickles down to um the rest of the offense as well kendrick Bourne was hurt um, and after that, Nikhil Harry is is something else. Um, if anybody wants him, you know, yeah, call uh, call for Bill, real. please. And, and we gotta like, I'm a Patriots fan. I love them, but we gotta stop glorifying what the Patriots have done this year with this weak ass schedule. Like they've they've done all right, but it's been, it, they they easily have the weakest schedule in the NFL. So like, when the time comes where it's time to make plays. Let's yeah. let's call a spade a spade. Like we need Mac Jones to step up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um let's see. What else we got here? Uh the Dolphins and the Saints play tonight, by the way. Uh yeah, we're recording early, so that game hasn't started yet. But um Oh, the Cowboys game. <laughs> well, they routed the Washington football team. Um dismantled them. Yeah, this was bad. Bad. Taylor Heineke did not play well. Seven for 22, 121, a touchdown and two interceptions. And then they threw in Kyle Allen, you know, once the game got out of hand. Cooper Rush got some burn. He got a touchdown. Two for two. <laughs> Dak went 28 for 39 with 330 yards and four touchdowns. Cooper Rush came in, two for three, 70 yards and a touchdown. So um, now Washington football team defense is just a far cry from what people thought they would be. Um, when the season initially started, they've had some moments this year, but they dropped. They let a team drop twenty-one two quarters in a row, six touchdowns in two quarters. 
I mean, their backbone's gone. Their defense yeah. is broken right now. Yeah, but they, I mean, they still have, you know, three other former first round picks on the D line. I don't know. Um, I know Montez Sweat. Um, there are, these guys are dealing with injuries, and, but every team is dealing with injuries, you know? It's like 56 points is. Yeah, but that's their number one pick, bro. Like, that's, that's their, yeah. that's their franchise guy. And it, that defense kind of goes as he goes. So, like, We've seen them hold up for the most part this year, but when Dallas is clicking on all, on all cylinders, you need your best guys to to be out there. And the Washington football team is just broken and, you know, in a position where, you know, it's kind of slow for them. And um, they got to just prepare themselves for the next season. Yeah, this is a lot of growing pains this year. I mean, and they lost Ryan Fitzpatrick the first, you know, before the season even started. So, or the first week of the season. Um, and so, I mean, and now who knows how high their ceiling would be with him as opposed to Heinke. I think it would be better. Um, but, I mean, he's also an old quarterback. Like, he like 38, 39. Like, he's up there in age as well. And so, this is a team that doesn't have a ton of uh, – uh, options about, you know, I mean, they can add players through the draft, free agency and stuff, but um, they still have some work to do uh, offensively and defensively, starting with the quarterback position, though. Uh, he has got to play better. Uh, he's shown a lot of, you know, spurts. He's been up and down at times, but he's had all, a lot of highs this year. Uh, but I, I just wonder if it's enough for them to kind of commit to it or if they're going to, you know, be back in the search and look for another quarterback. Trayvon Diggs, 11 picks. 11 of them things. Um, Devon, Devon was mentioning how he still doesn't think the <laughs> the Cowboys are. Yeah, can we get an update that, on, on everybody <laughs> that content that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Donovan NFC. asked me that too, and I I agree. Well, I don't mean I mean obviously they're a contender are because you, they're, but I I just nah. don't believe it until the playoffs. Like the playoffs, right. when they win a playoff game, then I'll look at Dallas. I, and go, I'll look at Dallas completely right. and be like, okay, no, they're valid. This team, their core is good. Like, nah. Because now it's like it's good, and like, does, all, that, does that not depend on who they play in the in the first? Nah, round? Because no. Because either way, though, no. they should have a favorable matchup with the way that they're playing. And it's like with that favorable matchup, if they they get a home game, if they can win that game, then I'll be like, okay. Because to me, Dallas just I just feel like they're gonna get to the playoffs, and they're not gonna win any games. I feel like they're gonna be in and out. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I just feel like it's we've seen we've seen this before with the Cowboys. We've seen this whole demographic. Yeah, like this everything that's the, happening right now. We've seen right the now. Packers at, at at the top seed. We, we we've seen the the Cowboys up there. Yeah, like with Tony Romer was there. They had great regular seasons, and they showed like they looked like great teams. And then they got to the playoffs, and it was like ah, it's flat. Or but just, have they had? But have they had two defensive player of the year candidates on the same defense? I mean, at one time during that span, have they had a passing attack that you know is up there? I mean, I might have to do some research league, to find like, candidates of DPOY. At the but sa- at the same time, I, I like I said, I'd have to do some Diggs, research. I, picks. I just Parsons, I don't know. Thirteen plus sacks. Maybe a Demarcus Ware year. And then you have Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, not saying they're not they, good. They, no, like we're the, not the say, I'm not saying they're not playing. Yeah, I'm not league. saying they're not good. I'm just saying I need more validation. I've watched too much Cowboys football in my life but to just believe. But those teams are the same teams, though. 
Yeah. It's the same organization, like, man. It sounds like y'all are holding them to like a very high standard. Like, why I just want them to win a playoff game. I, I, I don't think that's that high of a standard. Dak, like, I like what it's he's not like doing. Playing bad football. Like in the I years don't... past, they played bad football. Like, and I think that's what it's been. Like, well, no, that's what that's kind of what I'm arguing. In the years past, they played good football during the season when they had Tony Romo at quarterback. A long stretch of them. Playing great in the regular season, them going adding, twelve and four, eleven and five, twelve and four, ten and six, nine and seven, and make and then they've made the playoffs. I think what plenty uh, enough to stay relevant, and then they just lose. But um, when did they hire Mike McCarthy? That was last year, right? Last year. I remember they signed him, and I'm like, oh word, this might be like what they need. Like got Jason Garrett out of there. And I will say that seems to be a good signing so, so far. I think they're playing. I know. So like last well year, them. I mean, they weren't. They weren't that great last year. And I was like, damn, I thought Mike McCarthy would have got them in a better position. Right now, we're seeing them in a better position, but like... Well, last year, they didn't have an offensive line. What, because, I mean, with the injuries? Yeah. I mean, we talk about it all the time. Injuries affect every team. So, it's like, I mean, we can only use that, like, so much. I mean... I mean, like... I mean... Injuries... it's It's not like they're running that great right now, either. Like, that wasn't a great showing, but... To, to say the least, when you bring back your starting quarterback, number one, and then, like... Yeah, you know, it wasn't... Dak, hurt, Dak was hurt last Dak year. Dak was out like, all last year. <laughs> like, this isn't that's the true. same team. And they were yeah, going and that's, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think, like... Growing pains. I don't think they're a fluky team. Like, t- teams have had their ups and downs over throughout the season. Like, Yeah, no, I'm saying... I, I definitely think the Mike McCarthy signing is the right move. It's just, like, we're... Seeing like what they can be, like the basically. Bills lost to the. Jags. I don't. I'm not sold. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I. Th- I just think. I, don't like, think I mean, that like, like, I, I, I y'all. Y'all have perfectly valid reasons. I'm just saying that with the history of the Cowboys organization. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I just all. want a playoff win, and I'll say yes. This team can be a contender in like the Super Bowl right. at that point. But I feel like you do have to have that resume, that right. playoff hey. resume, to to just. They got they got the Cardinals and the Eagles to finish off the season. Both two teams have wow. been playing. I mean, well. like you said, the history. I mean, the history does. You know, the proof is in the pudding. I mean, uh, I mean, two thousand seven. The divi- the divisional round is the first round, if I'm yeah. correct, right? So the divisional if round. Buy, if they had a bye, I assume. Well, I think either way, I think that divisional round, whether it's. Because wild card. It, oh, yeah, well, it's wild card weekend. So oh, it's okay. wild yeah, card yeah, then yeah, divisional. Yeah. Then semis and then, yeah, the conference or whatever. And then, but anyways, um, 2009. So these are the years that they've made the playoffs. Um, 2009, lost divisional round. 2014, lost divisional round. 2016, lost divisional round. 2018, lost divisional round. I mean, your, your, points, your points are valid. Your, your points are right there. I mean, the, the history suggests that. They haven't been able when they make it to a playoffs. When they make it to the playoffs, they haven't been able to win games. But um, I mean, I think as far as like the type of team that they are, because I kind of get the sense that like Devon makes them out to be like this like fluky like joke of a team, um, which I'm arguing against. No, nah, because like I'm, I'm against, I like, believe like Micah Parsons like he's legit. Like their defense looks legit. Like they have all this thing, all these things going on. But, but like, do you like, really think they're a better team than the Bucks, no. than the Rams, no? Than the they're liable to lose to any of these teams. So I'm like, until I see them go into a game that means something, aka a playoff game, and win against an, an opponent, like yeah, that's very fair. 
I, I just need to see it. And I'm not saying that they can't do it, but I'm not going to like be like, oh, th- those Cowboys until I see that. <laughs> Especially when they be calling them America's <laughs> team boys. and all this. And they be saying, oh, America's team is back. Nah, I need I need some yeah, proof. Crazy, I need a little bit of proof. Nah, I mean, they're they're a very good football team. De- definitely a very good Maybe football even team. Maybe great. And for what it's worth, I actually I want them to win a playoff game. I would no, I would love cool to see it because I mean I would love to see they it. Got to compete to win, and it. that just be great for the organization, Jerry Jones. And it's crazy because no matter how high their seat is, like we just said, pretty much like they would be, it would be an upset if they were to beat any of those NFC teams that you listed. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, exactly. So they're probably going to go in with the, probably the record of what, 13-4 or whatever? I don't even know. Something like that. Oh, no, 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 no. The offense can be. Bro, they really about to play the Cardinals and they're, then they're playing the Eagles. Those aren't, so, like, you can't just yeah. give them those two wins, bro. Nah, yeah, so. The Cardinals are definitely going to be really important games. Those, those are very important games. Yeah, Jamal, you just threw on um, <laughs> the, the Raiders and Broncos. <laughs> and I just think of like I don't know like the types of teams that they are they're just like scraping at like <laughs> at any like they're low key like a, a contending like not con- I wouldn't say contending AFC team but like a playoff team but they're just like scraping away at like trying to get a playoff spot yeah I feel like, like the battle for them is just so much them, more it's uphill like, right, <laughs> like honestly no knock at the Raiders or Broncos but like it's just just like all right well as soon as y'all make the playoffs. If y'all do, like y'all just gonna get bounced like, <laughs> the first round. So y'all are just, but I, I got mean, the both Chiefs teams, yeah. and the Chargers in both their, teams bo- in their division. Both teams still have a lot to play for, but I just think it's funny like that they're still like yeah. The Broncos relevant. are relevant with Drew Locke yeah. leading. Yeah, Mike and Derek Carr is like yeah. like just above five hundred. Yeah, like, like you like you said. How many before, more years know? of Derek Carr like doing Bro. this are we gonna get before it's like? He needs to go somewhere new or, you know, the Raiders need something new because it's, like, consistently, yeah. like, just above 500 yeah, yeah. since that year they went, like, 12 and 4. Like, both teams, like, shit can go south really quick. Yeah. But, like, there's an average team, I'd say. Yeah, they're just both average. pretty average. Yeah. Um, if not, you know, maybe slightly below or slightly yeah, above. Either one, yeah. Yeah, like, depends on the week. depending yeah. on the week. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think it's just they're uh, – they just don't have high ceilings as as you would want. Like the Raiders crippled by their defense. Yeah, it's, Raiders or, Raiders got organizational problems. Yeah, right and now. defense, organizational problems. Derek Carr has to play a little, little bit better. They're in a too, new and, city. They got a bunch of shit going on with Yeah, the there's a whole right lot now. going on with them. So I can kind of give them like a low key pass, but for this year. But I don't know. Um the Broncos are just a team. They just need a quarterback. I actually really yeah, like this Broncos team. Honestly. But they just need a quarterback. Like that's Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater are not gonna cut it. For them to win games, it's like straining. They are like yeah, working as not. hard as they can to win every game. <laughs> not those guys. And they just don't. Um and so clearly tough day. Javante Williams only seven carries, Melvin Gordon seven carries, uh less than twenty yards rushing on the day. Uh so Teddy need to go back to the Panthers. This was so a really what, what do honestly, bro, like what's going on with the uh with the Pittsburgh Steelers, cause like <laughs> you know, like yeah, like oh, that, no, that was just an embarrass that was an embarrassing showing of them offensively and defensively. The Chiefs pretty much had their way with them the entire night. It was just like uninspired football. Yeah, they just looked like they just didn't want to be there. 
more than anything. Like like when when D, when uh, Deontay Johnson catches the ball and fumbles it after two steps. Yeah, trying to put it into one hand instead of just putting the ball away. Like, and not, not like these are professionals do your thing, but like these this is the shit people got to talk about when right. you have those dumbass turnovers yeah. from not just putting the ball away, and like. It turns the game completely around into something that can, you know. Yeah, they could have potentially done something. At that point, they were down three possessions. I mean, they could have yeah. got something started a lot of time in the third. After something like that, it's just it's a backbreaker, and it's only the beginning of the third quarter. Yeah, man. The, the, the Chiefs are back, though. Um, they're back, and they're better. And if anybody had anything bad to say about the Chiefs, you can meet them outside the bank. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. Meet Mahomes. <laughs> I want to see what his uh, his check looks like when <laughs> his weekly check. I know it got to be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> his game checks are. Yeah, what? <laughs> but um, uh, speaking of another team that's rolling uh, in the AFC, the Indianapolis Colts moved to nine and six. They beat the Arizona Cardinals twenty-two to sixteen. Uh, and a good win. Carson Wentz played fairly well. Um, he did have some errant plays here and there, as he usually does. But uh, when they keep those to a minimum, this is a pretty good football team. And with the way Jonathan Taylor is playing. Toting the rock. Doing a damn thing. I mean, 27 carries, um, 108 yards rushing, 4 yards a carry. You, you can't ask for much more from your bell cow. And, uh, you know, this Colts team is making some noise. Um, Yo, and they did it without, like, all their offensive line starters, yep. which yeah. is crazy. They had, like, everyone out. Everybody was A ton out. of players was out. Like, so, like, what? Yeah. That defense, though, is opportunistic as fuck, though. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about – we didn't talk about – and I'm sorry to bring it up, but that Pats game, uh, Thursday, what, Saturday? Yeah. Like, opportunistic at its finest. Like, yeah. blocking punts, like, all that. Um, But – Yeah, no, nah, they do like, their thing. They're definitely – they're definitely a Darius force to be reckoned with. a dog, like – they get after it, and they're just like one of those hard-nosed teams uh, like their divisional rival um, in the Titans. I think I think those are like very similar teams um, in their identity. But um, I saw like a tweet that like no team wants to see the Colts in the, the playoffs, like nope. the way that they're playing. Um, yeah, well, with Jonathan yeah, but Taylor, we also, I definitely don't want to see them in the playoffs. Who? Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, we also, we also got to see what, what – Carson Wentz gonna do in the in the big games, you know. Yeah, I mean? but I don't think much is at like he doesn't have. I don't think he has to tech, like necessarily because of the way Jonathan Taylor is playing and like with with um, assuming that their offensive line comes back healthy and the defense continues to. to I mean, even if it don't like, come back healthy, Jonathan Taylor gonna run like this. Carson Wentz, like he he's really not asked to do too much. Yeah, and I don't think offense. that was like the implications of that. Like, him coming in like at this point. Yeah, yeah. And Michael Pittman, honestly, been a great number one receiver for him. Um, he's played well all year. But they just have a couple of key guys uh, in a great O-line that they can rely on and rely on week to week. But, I mean, Nap, like, in the sense that, like, okay, if they have to pass the ball, like, all right, that can become an issue. They got to – I mean, yeah. they got to play you – know I mean? they got to play very good football teams yeah. in the playoffs. It's not yeah, like they sure, just – you sure. know what I mean? For sure. Like, if they got to, like – if. No, they go yeah, down. They go down fourteen nothing. Down four, 14, 10, nothing. Seventeen nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's still nine and six. Like they still showing us, you know. But those, like four of those, four of those losses were in the first five games of the year. 
Yeah. Okay. They've been rolling. You know what I mean? So. Like, um, but, yeah, they're definitely not a perfect team, though. You know, uh, they do have their um, – they can make a lot of mistakes. <laughs> well, Carson Wentz can make a lot of mistakes. <laughs> um, I, single, I think he could single-handedly lose them a playoff game. That's all and, I'm saying. And, yeah, <laughs> yes. I think that's that's kind of <laughs> like, – That's the only point I was trying to get. I just didn't want to say it that way. But yeah, nonetheless, they're playing great football. I I, ca- I can't even be mad. Um, I'm just glad. I mean, I wasn't even What's watching up with the Cardinals though. Oh, that, uh, what is up with the Cardinals? Let's figure it out. Andre can't just. This I is forgot. Third up. straight loss. Yeah, yeah, I think Rams on Monday night. Um, Detroit, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Detroit, and, and now. Oh. Yeah, it's it's tough. Now I the mean, Colts. It, but it's interesting though because they did just as much as as bad as they've been playing, they did clinch a spot. So like, yep, they at did. At this point, it's like, <laughs> all right, fellas, well, we got a spot, so we got these next couple of weeks to to figure out like how we're gonna play without DeAndre or how we're gonna be or we gotta figure out what we want to be or the type of team because we don't have our best guy, um, our best offensive weapon, um, arguably. And clearly, you're not going to get him back anytime soon. So we have to figure something out. Quick. I mean, they got to learn to win without him. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, Chase Edmonds they, played all right. They got all these skill players, you know. Um, they bring in AJ Green. Uh, they, who's been, they, yeah, they get who's Zach Ertz. He's been stout. They, they, yeah. They've added some guys. Rondell Moore is a specialist type of guy they like to use. Um, but they can get creative. I think this is where Cliff Kingsbury has yeah. to get creative with who he's getting the ball to and, and just creating more offense. Um, you know, obviously you want your X factor on the field, but if not, the great coaches are going to find a way. Yeah, I agree. So, and I think he wants to kind of, you know, be in that echelon of coaches and people talk about him like he's, you know, just prime for it. So, you know, we got to see that one displayed too. I think part of it's coaching, uh, but you guys mentioned not having D Hop, and and that has impacted what this offense can do um, in totality. Because without having to focus on D Hop, if I'm a defensive coordinator, I'm like, oh, this is a much easier yeah. scheme to <laughs> to work with. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also compared like to what looks like so far, like this decline to last year's uh, yeah. decline um, when Kyler went down with the shoulder injury. Um, they just weren't the same team after same that. Team after that, and now, um, and they actually missed the playoffs last year too. And what looked like they were going to make it, um, kind of like shot themselves in the foot um, last year. And then now with D Hop again. Um, so I guess, like, given that said, um, does the pressure need to be put on Kingsbury? So it sounded like um, pressure I, how. I mean, like Jamel said, uh, does he have to kind of go in and, like, create more opportunities for the offense since D-Hop's not there? Um, because, again, you've been in the situation before last year yeah. where your your star quarterback went down with the injury. He, obviously, he played through it, but, um, yeah, so in that sense, like, now you don't have another one of your players. He's gone now, so – yeah, I mean, I, I just think there's only so much like Kyler can do, <laughs> like, um, with with what he has on the field. He has playmakers, but I think you've got to get to a point where you put in those guys in positions like 
creating catches for them. The way Kyle Shanahan kind of runs uh, his teams, in, you know, historically. Um, just being able to kind of use what's on the field. Obviously, he has Debo now, and he has guys now, but um, he's historically been a, been a coordinator and been a coach that has been able to kind of create opportunities for his team, you know, whether it be route concepts and things like that. I feel like Kingsbury is kind of held in that same regard, so I would expect that out of him. Yeah, I mean, someone – I mean, at this point in the season, like, someone has to be held accountable, like, Again, now that this like this time around, you're in the playoffs, and like by the way I'm saying, like by the way it's looking now, like with the way that they've been losing and the teams that they've been losing to, like what's it gonna look like in the playoffs? So who's gonna take that pressure? Like who's it gonna be? Like Kyler doesn't have his weapon, and obviously we know he can do with his legs, but like I think as we talked about it more, I think the pressure kind of has to go to um, Kingsbury um, as being the coach and. Again, creating opportunities to kind of like compensate for the fact that D Hop's not there. Yeah, I agree. Um, but nonetheless, hey, at least they clinched the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, I don't know if you celebrate really after taking your third L in a row about clinching the playoff spot, but uh, nonetheless, it's better than not clinching it. So uh, that's all you can ask for at this point in the season, at least. And uh, what other games? Yeah, the Bucks, Panthers, Bears, Seahawks. AB is a number one and will be until he retires. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Nat mentioned it early in this, uh, before the season. Like I believe, uh, said AB is reg- the best regardless of what regardless of what he got going on, and that's why again, like for me, I, I'm a huge fan of AB. Um, I mean, whatever you want to say about whatever he's dealt with off the field, like. As far as, like, the football player, um, like, he's never – clearly he's never – we're seeing that at any point in his career, he's never let whatever he's got going on off the field affect him in any way um, on the field. Like, And I love yeah. how – I really love how, like, Bruce Arians, um, he kind of – the way he just handled it, like, look, if AB's here, if he's eligible – it don't matter what he got going on. Like he's gonna play. Like, yeah. Yeah. It like, matter. like he's gonna play because we know what he brings. And I mean, put up and 10, that's that. Ten hundred one and you get a touchdown. I don't know. Nah, he score. Either way, like he's picking up the slack of after not playing for what six weeks. Would he have a high? Yeah. Or something? Yeah. Or like at least six weeks. That and then the COVID. Uh, the the the, the oh. vaccine card situation. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. When did Le'Veon join the Bucks? <laughs> right Last after week. Leonard was out. All right. So I yeah I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason I know once again is because of fantasy. I must. Oh man, that's crazy. They're both on the same team again. <laughs> it's crazy. That's a funny situation. Nah, that's this is this is that's comedy. Um, Bruce Arians is here trying to win, man. It don't matter. Tom Brady, just being Tom Brady. Word. Controlling Absolutely. the victory. Yo, what's Divisional up? opponent. Yo, I don't know what exactly the quote was for Matt Rule, but he said something along the lines of like, I don't know what he was referencing. I just like saw the tweet pop up on my phone, but it was like, oh, it's working. Like, whatever that meant. I'm assuming like the – success of the team or whatever play calling whatever but he was like um like something about like jay-z didn't like 
do X, Y, and Z overnight. It took like seven years yeah. to like be successful, I guess, ultimately. <laughs> what player that. said that? Well, Matt Rule. Look, Matt nah, Rule head coach for the Panthers. The Panthers. He's probably talking about like changing the culture or something. Yeah, but it's like, do you have that much time? Though? You don't get that much time in the NFL. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, oftentimes you don't get that much time in the NFL. Yeah, what a what a situation for the Panthers though. Yeah, they are they are just. I mean, they look. They didn't spend that much on Darnold, thankfully. But with getting Gilmore and like, like I just don't know. Like I don't know. I like that they had JC and um, McCaffrey being hurt. Like yeah, like around. yeah, they just have so many things that are just going I'm wrong. Not, I'm not really worried about that defense because when, when JC Horn, you just you just said yeah, yeah, yeah. When he gets back, like <laughs> we already seen what he can do in his limited time yeah, in the yeah, league right. so far. But early on, like that defense was showing like flashes of being like, yeah, a lot dominant. of promise. Yeah, and now I wonder like you're going to sign Stephon Gilmore long term if you still have a problem at quarterback. And that's what I'm saying. Like, like I don't think what do you, I think the defense is like do? the least of this team's worries. Like, I think addressing the quarterback um, situation. Maybe Stephon Gilmore takes a slight hometown discount because you know, he's from the Carolinas. So that might be a possibility. It's, oh, 15. Come on, bro. Um, but yeah, I think that might be a possibility. He did specifically mention like wanting to go back to Carolina and everything. So. Um, you know, hopefully uh, they can make things work, but they have a lot to figure out. It looks like everything that could have went wrong did go wrong um, for them. Oh, man. Oh, is that? Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Oh, man. Oh, um, damn. Yeah, man. But the Panthers organization has got some things they got to figure out coming this offseason because they're in a situation where – they should be a contender. They're in no man's land. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're in no man's land. But, like, the pieces they have, they're supposed to be in a position of, like, being okay. But then again, they got, the, like Buc- they got the Tom Brady-led Bucks in their division. And yep. they got Sean Payton and the Saints. They got Sean Payton and the Saints who are always going to be in the mix. And, and even the Falcons just have found their way to win games this year. Kyle Pitts. And, and uh, Cordero Patterson. Cordero, yep. Uh, and just defense playing all right. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, I they're in a tough situation as a whole organization. So they got to figure, they got to make some moves and got to make them quick. Yeah. Something's got to happen internally, whether that's a a sweep, the coaching staff, I don't know. Yeah, something. Uh, we'll find out in the offseason what does happen. Uh, Yo, you know what you know was funny to me? The last pod I was on. I was like, yeah, like, I think I think they they got to give Urban Meyer a little bit more time next day. Yeah, like after the pod, like literally <laughs> next day after the pod. And it was fired. like, yep, <laughs> yep, he's gone. He's gone. Uh, it was like, oh, oh, it's right. crazy because yeah. I really thought that could have been something, just like having the <laughs> the college dynamic with the young quarterback. Oh, of course, you would think. Well, that. they're saying something <laughs> about the Bears looking towards like Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, but he been in the NFL before, so that's a, yeah. Whatever. But he, you know, I actually he was one of my he was the reason I liked the Niners so much back in the day. Also, when they had Pat Willis and Navarro Bowman and Alden Smith and Colin Justin Kaepernick. Smith and Colin Kaepernick, yeah, um, Frank Cole Gore, Bolden. yeah. Nah, Aaron, oh no, nah. Aaron Bolden was on. Well, that was he did play for the Niners. Yeah, that was way late. Yeah, yeah, but um, 
Yeah, nonetheless, I, I'd like to see John Harbaugh back in the lead. That'd Shout be, out uh, to Aaron Rodgers be interesting. for becoming the all-time uh, passing touchdown leader in Green Bay Packer history. Um, Talk your shit, Donovan. <laughs> over the over the last what like five games he's had sixteen touchdowns like no interceptions yeah something like that messed up toe on an MVP tear with a broken pinky toe oh Pro he's, he's like that yeah I mean like I'm gonna hear you guys with all the Green Bay Packers they'll get to the championship game and lose shit but Aaron Rodgers himself yeah certified and that that duo bro like. Him and him and Devontae Adams, like it's yeah. We gotta fix that, I guess. All right. All right. That just fade out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other games? Uh, well, you just talking about Aaron Rodgers. Want anything else to add about uh? Green Bay and uh, what well, do you think? What do you think that two two running back backfield is gonna look like? Like what Aaron Jones and uh thing? AJ Dillon. I mean, it could be crazy. Uh, I think that there's no problem right now. They could use maybe one more weapon in the Green Bay offense. Not a big weapon, but you know, just something to number two receiver. Yeah, um, but. I think the pro- the question always is going to be with their defense. As long as Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback, that defense is going to be all right. I mean, the offense is going to be all right. Yeah. yeah defense um, played well last week. They had uh, four picks and four sacks. Not saying, not but, saying that yeah, defense general, is playing bad, but in general, it's yeah, always been a like, – The defense has been there like Achilles heel. Exactly. At times. Sure. Um, as far as – Donovan, as far as like the, the running backs, um, I mean, I think like any coach today – who is who is smart enough to know like that like the wear and tear that running backs have had and what we've seen recently, such as Saquon, McCaffrey, right. Derrick Henry just got hurt. Okay. Um Dalvin Cook every year. Like I think historically with running James backs James Robinson, yeah. Yeah, like historically with running backs, like that's the fact of the matter is like they're I, I would say they're more like the most prone to be hurt um, out of all the skilled positions on offense. Which makes them the so, most expendable too. Yeah. So given that said, like if you're a coach and you're putting that and you're like blessed with a situation where uh, a second guy comes along, like why not form some sort of, at least some sort of committee to take off like the tread on your quote unquote number one guy. Like yeah. it doesn't hurt. Like it doesn't hurt at all. Yeah. Um, to have that. So I think like as long as it's kinda like what the like what the Browns do, but you know, yeah, Kareem, exactly. Kareem's like, hurt. Yeah, it's just yeah, that was a, a, yeah. I think it's it's such a luxury to have, especially when both guys can like play at a high level. Like yeah. t- coaches are gonna take that all the time just to like it preserves uh I mean health and with performance too, I guess. Definitely. So. I think the tough part is like you want guys to gain momentum, but you also wanna like get you know get his breaks in and all that and finding that balance uh, because it's like what would have happened if Derrick Henry had a guy to split carries with? Like, who knows? Um, but you also probably wouldn't have seen as many of those plays from Derrick Henry as we saw uh, with him just being an absolute monster. Yeah. Um, so there's some give and take there because you do want – if your guy's going, it's hard to give the ball to somebody else and be like, all right, get going. 
get going. Come on. <laughs> like, yeah. to match that level out the gate is tough. Um, but yeah, that's why it's definitely a luxury, like you said, with teams like the Browns, who have Cream Hunt and um, Nick Chubb, who seem like a great, you know, combination in the backfield. And uh, Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, they've been doing their thing all year. What do y'all think of, um, didn't mean to cut you off, what do y'all think of, uh, so now um, Camp Makers is back. It's looking like he's gearing up to to play um, within these next couple of weeks. Oh, is he? Yeah. Um, oh. He was activated. So I think initially they a- they activated him um, for like as far as financially. We, we talked about that. Yeah, moment, but that's like, But anyways, he, well, he's – So he could be eligible I, well, for I, this. I'll, I'll just say that I think that regardless of – Oh, my wow. God. This defense, man. Regardless of what he uh, – of health standing, I think that Sony Michelle will get the the bulk of the carries when he comes back, and they'll slowly work him back into – Yeah, yeah. Like – Yeah, yeah. 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 this season, yeah. yeah. Uh, next he, season, next I don't year, know. Next year is oh, completely no. unknown, but, like, as of this season, if he's going to help them out, it's going to be in short Damn. increments. And they got Daryl Henderson, be, too. Yeah. Like, bulk of the well, is Daryl yeah. Henderson going to be a free agent or something? Well, Daryl Henderson just got hurt. He's just like... Well, that's what I'm saying. But for thinking, just thinking the next uh, season, like, you know, you saw Daryl Henderson play well um, at various times throughout the year. Cam Akers has shown how explosive he can be. But you also wonder how he's going to come off that injury. So you want to kind of work him in, um, obviously, at the end of this season. But starting fresh next year, it's like, how do you divvy up those carries? Yeah, I was gonna say like, Cam Maker's recovery must be. I don't know what he's who he's training with. What he's I know is I hope he ain't rushing, man. I really do. Yeah, uh, more than anything, knock on wood, because that's that's just the one thing you hate to see. Um, even with like the the Vikings and Thielen. Um, yeah. Speaking of fantasy implications, like I started Thielen knowing he's coming off a high ankle sprain that he's had for two and a half weeks, and I'm like, two and a half weeks? Like, how are you gonna? How are you going to play? And he got hurt during the game. And so it's just one of those things where you just really hope guys don't re-injure things because that just makes it like – so not only are they not playing and, you know, probably getting as much money, but um, they're they're not at the caliber of player that they have known themselves to be and that we've seen them as. So that can be the tough part about it. But What y'all think about the Pro Bowl this year? Yeah, let's take a look at – the AFC first. Uh, 2022 AFC Pro Bowl rosters. Uh, so for quarterback in the AFC, we have Justin Herbert, Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Running backs, Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon. Wide receiver, Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, Keenan Allen. Uh, tight end, Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey. I'm giving the linemen some love. Uh, offensive tackle, Rayshon Slater. Oh, that's dope. Orlando Rookie. Brown, Deion Dawkins. Offensive guard, Quentin Nelson, Joel Betonio, and Wyatt Teller. Two Browns at guard on the Pro Bowl list. Uh, center, Corey Lindsley and Ryan Kelly. And fullback, Patrick Card. Uh, and the AFC Pro Bowl roster. That's the offensive. Yeah, offensive what, what, side. What, uh, the Pro Bowl roster. Feel, well, I kind of want to pull up the numbers, but. And you feel any type of way about uh, Lamar being picked over Josh Allen? Over Mac Jones? No. <laughs> no. No. Um, I, I also don't feel it. it's the same way as, like, him being picked over Joe Burrow. They've just had – they've had good years, but, like, they've shown times where they've been 
less consistent than Lamar. Lamar might not deliver the win, but he's going to give a crazy effort in the game, whether it's rushing the ball or it's throwing the, the ball. Yeah. So, like, he's shown the – Lamar impact. showed a lot of yeah. uh, impact. And, like, he impacts his team more, more than, than any, more the, those, yeah. more so yeah. than the rest of those teams. Yeah, I, I did see some sort of, like, controversy behind that, um, which I think you can make a, like, great debate behind, like um, – they ain't gonna try and debate those two players as much as possible yeah. over the next X amount of years. <laughs> yeah, I'm not pitting up against each other, but it, no, 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 no. Really, I, mean, I think if you yeah. look at the numbers, like it can get interesting. Um, you think Joe? You think Josh Allen's had a better year this year than he did I last mean, year? And Josh Allen was rushing very well so, this year, though. I think said, last year he he was going. He he like we saw some of his best football out of him last year. Not saying he hasn't played great football this year at all, but like he's played football. He's played. So you're saying like the the impact that like the effect that both guys have on their team. Like, yeah. It, it it it's more the Ravens' success is I would say is more dependent on Lamar because we see what with the backups they're still like kind of in the game, but Lamar is the thing that. Gets, gets them the yeah. win. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Yeah. They've won games just because of Lamar at yeah. times. Like the plays that he has been able to make. And when you make that many plays with your legs too, um, and you're an efficient – becoming an efficient passer, and he's put on display that he can be an efficient passer, and he's put up some yardage uh, And, and they put too, him in so. as a third quarterback. You know what I mean? It's not like he was put in as a second and – you know what I mean? What so. about um, – let's – I know we taught had like I a mean little... the running backs are, are pretty spot on for me. Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, and Joe Mixon, like all been toting the rock yeah. this year. Like So I'm I'm going through our, our text. Um we kinda wanna like debate like the the Pro Bowl wideouts because I know um Well like, nobody had Jamar Chase, I don't think. Well, I, I I ain't got my phone, so I didn't control. Um, I think Donovan said that Keenan Allen, that Deontay Johnson, if I correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, that Deontay Johnson should make it over I Keenan said, Allen. Yeah, after like looking at the stats, I think it was pretty close. Fortunately, hold on, let me see if I can pull them up. But I think Deontay Johnson had Keenan Allen beat in touchdowns. I think Keenan Allen had like five. Deontay Johnson had like eight, and then he had like 1,100 yards and like nearly 90 catches. Or something like that. So, like, I mean, for what it's worth, Deontay Johnson was getting busy. Yeah, Keenan, Keenan Allen's like one of those perennial – is he a perennial Pro Bowler? I feel like he is usually. He, really. He's so consistent. Like, he's so, like, he's dependable. Been a pro, he's, been a, he's a multiple-time Pro Bowler. He's so, like, dependable. Like, I feel like as a, a quarterback, he's, like, the type of, like, security blanket that you would want to yeah. have. Yeah, and Justin Herbert, you've seen it. this. Like, if you go look at the film on third downs this year – that are important plays or like situations where they need a big play. Yeah. He's a chain mover. Like he is the reason some of these drives have been stayed alive and he don't always get the TD at the end of it. But so those are the things that can get overlooked um, at times, but I wouldn't be mad if they put Deontay Johnson up here. I just think that's probably more so because of the Steelers and how they look in every game. It don't even look like, you know, he's made great plays that I've seen, but it's just, that Steelers team is so hard to watch. <laughs> yeah, nonetheless, like the like the amount of like the amount of receivers, like the amount of star power at the receiving position, like, yeah, is crazy. So you're always gonna have like it's always gonna be somebody. Someone's who, gonna get snubbed. Yeah. Like, but it's, it's a pretty crazy class. Like Cooper Cup, um, in the AFC in the NFC, Devontae Adams, Debo Samuel, Justin Jefferson, who's like 
been no, going go crazy. Right. Like, let's finish yeah. the AFC's defense. Um, so defensively, uh, and who else do I want to shout out? Oh, no. Rayshon Slater, that's what I want to shout out. Rookie, balling, one of the best tackles in the league. Uh, he is a staple uh, on that O-line. I know Orlando Brown was playing this well, but he was also a Pro Bowl offensive tackle um, for the Chiefs, too. So that's uh, good to note. Uh, all right, defense. Defensive ends, Miles Garrett, Max Crosby, Trey Hendrickson, interior lineman, DeForest Buckner, Chris Jones, Cameron Hayward. Dogs. Uh, outside linebacker <laughs> T.J. Watt, Joey Bosa, Matt Judon. Yo, uh, yeah, Judon. I DeForest thought Judon might should have been over Bosa, but yo, DeForest Buckner is. Like, I ain't mad at it, jo- uh, Joey. Yeah. Joey scary, Bosa, man. but it's like it is what it is. Yeah, like, no, I ain't mad at he it. made it regardless. DeForest Knox with Darius Leonard, the way that they just follow him, and you just see the way like. He's so skilled at punching the oh ball. Oh my out gosh! Yo. Turnovers. And yeah, he, and I think he had he punched the ball out on Thanksgiving too. Yep, he's had a few of those plays too. Um, yeah. Denzel Perryman, low key. I'm I'm glad to hear he, uh, he's playing well with the Raiders. Made the Pro Bowl as well as an inside linebacker. That's dope. Um, cornerbacks: J.C. Jackson, Xavier Howard, Denzel Ward, Kenny Moore. Uh, free safety: Kevin Bayard. And strong safety: Derwin James and Tyron Matthew. Yes. Uh, Dogs all yeah. across the board. Like, <laughs> I uh, to see Jaren James JC healthy this Jackson. season, and you yeah. know, getting back in that Jaren status. Jack to himself, except for like the rest of his defense. Yeah, like yeah. But yo, imagine a team with Miles Garrett and T.J. Watt and nah, Joey Bosa out. coming off the edge. <laughs> that's a ma- that's and called then, Madden. <laughs> and then DeForest Buckner on the interior. Man, yeah, these are... guys are all special players. I think, I think, <laughs> we, say like, the I think sometimes like we be talking about the best players in the league and like we really or the the who's the best and it's like, yeah, yeah. they're the even best at you, certain things, but like even if you end this conversation, every, like yeah, like you were like an yeah, elite bro. player in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and shout out, you know, Max Crosby and Trey Hendrickson, two low key guys. We talked about Trey Hendrickson a Crosby bit had before a great the season. Start. Max Crosby is a baller. He had um, a sack his la- this last game, too, I believe. Um, but he's just a motor for that defense. He's really kind of the focal point. And their defense isn't great, but Max Crosby makes some great plays um, nonetheless. So Hope to see Judon on there, like the, the instant. In, like, yeah, right. Instant impact right the there. impact he had on probably arguably. Xavier Howard back-to-back years. Of course. J.C. Jackson with his first Pro Bowl. That's fire. So if he's about to get paid by somebody. Hopefully, not by the hopefully, hopefully you know I mean? somebody's yeah, gonna pay him. It's really not gonna be us, Matthew. So- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I'm, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and if you cared, special teams in the AFC uh, long snapper Luke Rhodes. Shout out you. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, a lot of NFL long snappers don't fuck up. How do you win this? Like, I mean. Eh. The speed of the snap. Yeah, yeah. they pr- they actually do time that too. <laughs> so true. all them PFF stats they got, I'm sure they yeah. they looking at something. Punter AJ Tucker. Cole uh, for the Vegas automatic. Raiders. Justin Tucker automatic. Yeah. Devin Duvernay return yeah. specialist for the Ravens, which is pretty dope. And uh, Matthew Slater staple. Yo, bro, he's about to be yo, he's about to be a Hall of Famer off of off of special team, teams. <laughs> kind of like Devin Hester, but like I mean, is is that I mean. Technically, is that possible? Like, can you go I don't even to the know. Hall of Fame strictly off of having, like, so many Pro Bowl accolades? When I hear Matthew Slater, I think of a great like, guy. For the, I'm, I'm for pretty the sure that plays a, for, plays for a special team. Patriots Hall of Fame. Plays a part in it. Huh? I could definitely see Patriots Hall of Fame. What? Like, oh, yeah. In Ohio Hall <laughs> yeah, that, of Fame. That's, that's Ring of Honor right there. 
Can Ohio Hall of Fame? I don't know about that. Bro, he's made multiple Pro Bowls <laughs> he's been just so off of being a special teams guy. Like, so is I'm, he a Hall of Famer? Like, if there was any special sure teamer like, outside of Devin Hester that needed that should make it, it should probably be him. Yeah, yeah if, if special teams means special what they say it means, means to football, they have that's to. What that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He's a no cap, bro. Matthew Slater's a nine-time Pro Bowler, like two-time All-Pro, three-time Super Bowl champ. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, he might yeah, be first in. ballot special he's teams. In. He's like. in. What if he going going <laughs> as a receiver? They just list yeah. him as a receiver and stuff. Hall of Fame receiver <laughs> Matthew That'd be Slater. Like, what? You're like, wait, what? What? He has no catches. <laughs> I wonder when when the Patriots stopped putting him in at receiver and was like, it nah, was like, you just go and do this. It was like five years ago. Because <laughs> like, yo, I barely, I, I don't remember the last time I saw him catch a pass. Yeah, nah, probably on like a fake punt. I bet. What is he doing? <laughs> he said the fake punt. Wait, what? um, What's the NFC looking like? Um, so the NFC Pro Bowl rosters. Uh, by position, starting on the offense, we got quarterback Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Kyler Murray, running back Dalvin Cook, James Conner, Alvin Kamara. James Conner. Yeah, that's dope. Let's Re- go. For receivers, we have Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, Debo Samuel. All correct. I don't think, like, I don't even... think there's anyone else you're putting in that four in the NFC. Uh, that's so just, tough. Just to get that on the well, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, George Kitt, uh, tight end, George Kittle, Kyle Pitts. Shout out Kyle Pitts, rookie tight end, making the Pro Bowl. Uh, tough feet. Uh, offensive tackle, Trent Man, Williams. George Kittle missed mad games. Still- Yo, it's nah, crazy. He made bro. up for it. It's so he made crazy. up for it. He, he went, no, he did. He went oh, nuts. He so, that's so crazy, crazy bro. Like, how do you make the Pro Bowl off of, like, Three games, and you got to think the scarcity of tight end though. Like, there's not a lot of like. It does not matter though. Focal points. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, like, and like I know this because I have him on my fantasy team, bro. And it's like, bro, like, what? His impact is crazy. Oh, that's it. It's that's it. Nuts. No, that's it. No, it's Bennett. It's Bennett. <laughs> well, y'all, you just lost. Uh, I mean, I lost a while ago. I'm sure, but oh, oh my god, he beat me with just the catches. That's just. Um, oh wait, did. Yeah, yeah, he, he did. did. He did. He needs a fumble. So Trent Williams um, at offensive tackle, Tristan Wirfs, Tampa Bay, uh, and Tyron, Tyron Smith. Smith. And this is Wirfs' only second year. This is Wirfs' second year. Second Pro, Bowl. second Pro Bowl, and he got an All Pro uh, from yeah, last year. Yeah, like, <laughs> so that's just unfair. Like on the Bucks, exactly. Like, and he was like the second tackle taken, or second or third or something. He was pretty the Bucks O lineman. Yeah, yeah. They, um, that's crazy. That's tough. How many? Three? Three. Zach Mar, uh, who's that? Alan yep. Marpet wow. and um, Brandon Scherf. Uh, Jason Jensen. Kelsey and Ryan Jensen at center. Kyle Juszczyk in the Niners. Yo, speaking of uh, fullback, Jason Kelsey, Eagles lineman, uh, Lane Johnson on the Eagles. Yep. Uh, offensive lineman scored yesterday. Which oh, yeah. Crazy. Two tackles scored yeah, yesterday. Yeah, two tackles scored yesterday. They, they, put up, they put up a. Uh, like a stat, like a graphic during the game, and it was like they only gave up one sack, like rushed for like 179 yards and uh, one TD for the offensive That's lineman. crazy. Yeah, that's hard. <laughs> Someone better take him out to eat. <laughs> uh, we're going over the uh, defensive players. Are any guys, anything here? That you, I there's love. I love. To, there's nothing. I love to James Conner. I love James yeah, Conner up here. It's good to see, honestly. Um. I think. Oh, is there a quarterback, oh, what about y'all? Matt Stafford? Yeah, 
I mean, over who? I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm just. Well, I'm just not, I, I mean, don't know. I think of I think maybe of the, I maybe think of Kyler, but Kyler's been playing some of his. Yeah. he was playing no, some of his best the, ball when the voting was going on. Yeah, not saying Stafford is bad by any means, but no, I not think at all. He's deserving of being on that. Like the two games that we've seen from him, well, the two bad games that we've seen from him. Um, I mean, this yeah. most recent one didn't count towards Pro Bowl voting. So yeah, well, well, that's true, but. I know. I think of the Titans game where he kind of lost them that game. Um, he had like two interceptions off the bat. I think one of them being a pick six. Oh yeah. Um, Remember that. But nah, I mean, especially the like the Cardinals and um, the way their season has been. Like, up, I mean, up until recently, like. But Kyler, Kyler's been balling, um, and he just. Nah, yeah. He's been. He's came back from injury recently. Too, I mean, but. you can make a case for. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, easily, I mean. but. I'm just saying, like this. Most likely like, not. Yeah, this is pretty set in stone. No, yeah, who, I would, I would take Kyler over Stafford, but that's that's what huh? I'm thinking. Matt Stafford's the of, only one I thought of. I'm trying so. to think of other cousins. That. I mean, low low key is teams. I mean, I love Kirk, but no. I mean, uh, <laughs> he has almost four thousand yards and thirty touchdowns. So does Matt Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say Matt Ryan has the same thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but um, well, obviously Cooper Cup. I love seeing yeah. James Conner here, um, uh, by the way. That? No. Oh, I didn't think about that. I, he, but he, he had, had a couple had like of – pretty he, bad stretch. Yeah, Yesterday, yeah, like, he had a couple of bad games. He had a couple like, of bad stretches. Though. I know because he was my fantasy quarterback, putting up 9, 11, yeah, 13. Okay. I was like, all right, this ain't Pro Bowl numbers. Um, but, yeah, nonetheless, uh, let's get over to the uh, NFC defense. Uh, at defensive end, we have Nick Bosa, Brian Burns, Cameron Jordan, interior lineman Aaron Donald, Jonathan Allen, Kenny Clark, outside linebacker Chandler Jones, Robert Quinn, dope. He's like 32, 33, making the Pro Bowl still. It's fire. Uh, Shaq Barrett, inside middle linebacker Micah Parsons, and Bobby Wagner, cornerback Trayvon Diggs, Jalen Ramsey, Darius Slay, still doing it. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore, free safety, Quandre Diggs. Strong safety, Buda Baker and Harrison Smith. They got a couple OGs in there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Some they got they Harrison got, Smith Harrison over Smith thirty. Is, yeah, like Darius Slay over Darius thirty. Slay, Bobby, uh, Wagner, Bobby Wagner over thirty. Like, Robert Quinn over Jared thirty. Jones. Chandler Jones, Shaq like, bro. Yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah. Some, Cam, how old is Cam Jordan? Uh oh, he's like thirty three. Yeah, so, yeah, bro. Or something like some, that. Yeah, they got some some old heads. <laughs> but um, that, that just shows you the the caliber that they play in that though. Um, so shout out to these guys. I like, I like these, uh, these lists. I mean, I don't know what it is. Yo, no one Ramsey. Yeah. Pro Bowler again. Cause nobody wants to throw the ball at him. <laughs> they Trey just Bond put him second though. because nobody throws at him. He'd probably have the same amount of picks if he got thrown at. That's a fact. Well, maybe not a fact. I don't know. Yo, but eleven is a absolutely, lot. <laughs> there's absolutely zero argument you can make against the NFC Pro Bowl wide receivers. No, there's no debate at all. Oh yeah, the, right. That's what, what I'm these, saying. For what these like, guys have done, like what Cooper Cup got, they're all highlight he's about reels. To have two thousand receiving yards. Has 19, that ever happened? Has Jerry Rice done no, that? I don't think anyone, anyone's had two thousand receiving yards no? in a season. And how many receptions does Calvin? He has like, I mean, he's about to beat Mike Thomas's record if he didn't already. He might, he might have beaten that. Let's Calvin didn't even have 2,000. Calvin had like 18. Yeah, I think he. Yeah, I'm saying he had almost 2,000. Like yeah. 
Yeah, Cooper, bro, he has 1,965 yards, which is the most in NFL history, and he has two games left. That's crazy. And Even if you just count this one 149 game. receptions tied for the most in NFL history. There's two games left. And then he has the 22nd most touchdowns in NFL history. It was crazy. He would have beat all these records even if there what the f- <laughs> even if there was only one game left and it was like last year cuz you know with the 17th game people are going to be like oh, uh, yeah. but you can't say anything. You literally not if, if it you, happens next game. Yeah, if it happens next game he gets 35 receiving yards. Yeah. I would put freaking like my house on him getting 35 yeah, receiving what kind yards. Of leap was- <laughs> yeah, that's Bad what I'm saying. That looks Mike crazy. That's like, yeah, yeah that's... that looks nuts. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, nonetheless, uh, going through the special teamers, I guess. Uh, long snapper Josh Harris on the Falcons. Punter Brian Anger on the Cowboys. Matt Gay on the Rams. Uh, the kicker. Jakeem Grant. Yo, he made it off of that one week against Green yes. Bay. Yes, yeah, word. But he went crazy. Yep. Though. He, he went did crazy. go nuts. He did go crazy. Because like, I think he's he has the only uh, – Punt return this year. Yeah. And, um, or special teams return, maybe, or punt return. J- I think it was punt return. Um, and JT Gray uh, from the New Orleans Saints uh, also made the Pro Bowl. So uh, those are your Pro Bowl lists. I mean, I, I like what I've seen so far. I don't have too much to debate here. Um, the all pro is really – yeah, really but, gonna, yeah, yeah. The All Pro is gonna. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens there, but uh, nonetheless, I mean, a lot of guys just. Yo, let me see the the running backs for the uh, AFC. John the Taylor, Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon. Could you could you put uh, Derrick Henry still in there? Probably. Like you could put him in there, right? Maybe. No, or you no. could put him in there, but nah, but it wouldn't. It would. It, it would. It would. It would almost be disrespectful. Those, it, would, yeah. it would discredit one <laughs> of those guys. It would be almost disrespectful. Like they think about it this way: Nick, Nick Chubb missed missed games too and got his thousand. Yeah. So it's like you know what I mean. Derrick Henry was on pace to be up there with Jonathan Taylor's numbers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if Derrick Henry played like three more games, <laughs> he, he would be up here, or even two more. Like if he just got over, if he got to like eleven hundred something, he might he, he'd still be up here. But um, you can't be mad at it. Obviously, the guys hurt. So, uh, but yeah, the, I, I like the Pro Bowl rosters. Um, man, a lot of skilled players. These are the best guys in the league, not just skilled players. Um, everyone in the NFL is fairly skilled, but these guys uh take their talent and put it on display every week for the world to see and. You know, everyone's just in awe. If they're on your team, you're 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 hey. pretty fucking lucky. Order of the receivers, is that correct? The order? Well, like the talent, order. like best. The order of best uh, in uh, the AFC uh, right now. Tyreek, you guys Jamar. find that accurate? Might put Stephon Diggs above Chase. Yeah, above Jamar probably. Um, I think Diggs has fair to say he has less around him compared to Chase, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I think so. we see Fair more shy. like, uh, then Keenan. Keenan I agree, and with, Chase I agree with Donovan. Go, you can, you can I think Keenan Allen. Uh, I don't want to like be disrespectful, but I think he's kind of <laughs> like interchangeable. Like, there's a lot of guys, I guess, such as Deontay Johnson. Like, you can put over him. Like the white, like the NFC list. You can't debate that, like at all. Yeah, you might be able to debate like some guys. Getting in over AJ Brown, Jamar Chase. It was hurt. AJ Brown's been hurt. No, he's so hurt. Like, yeah. I mean, but um, yeah. I mean, like I, I, I appreciate them putting Keenan Allen just off the strength that like 
they know what he does yeah, to that I'm team. Glad he got it like, too. yeah, because he's one of those guys where he could really get overlooked because his numbers aren't as like flashy as most other guys. But the impact he still has on his team is like unmatched um, compared to some of these other receivers. Similar to some of these other receivers as well. So he's like number two in the NFL and in the uh, league in catches behind. Yeah, he, he always is like top five in catches. Um, he's always been shout out to my guy Mark Andrews too. Guy. He's been. Yeah, he's hooping. Been they hooping. Feeding him. He's been hooping. Yeah, but yeah, it's crazy well, to me. Like the drop off between, not to disrespect again, but Mark Andrews, like the drop off between Travis Kelsey to him. Like, I don't even I think mean, it's that much of a drop off, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, Devon. Yeah, you come back with the hot take. Word. Nah, let, let, let's you let's can pull up the numbers, but I'm just telling you, like, what I think it is. You could pull up the numbers, like, but I'm I don't just know telling if you. Know, you. Watching I mean, Mark Andrews, though. Yeah, word. Just cause he his he, he don't run like a little wiggle route like a, just cause he don't have a little, little whip route his, a little wiggle in his route like he just runs He's highly he just efficient. Run hard, bro. Uh, nah, Mark, I have seen him make come a lot on, of bro. impressive plays, on, bro. but he got. Bro. I'm taking Kelsey. 10 Mark times Andrews has and more. Mark Andrews has more yards there. and touchdowns than Kelsey. I want to see the target yeah, share. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, ninety three receptions, ninety three catches. Almost 1,200 yards and nine touchdowns. Kelsey has 1,066 catches. Uh, 80, <laughs> 83 wow. catches, 1,066 yards, and seven touchdowns. Come on, bro. Yeah. I mean, he did miss a game, I think. So, I mean, you know, you factor that in. But I, I don't know if Mark Andrews missed the game or whatever. But still, I mean. I mean given the, the Ravens offense, there, I could understand. Not, uh, there's not a crazy drop off. Yeah, I don't even think this is a drop off. If you're talking this year. So, like, you, you take Mark Andrews. Last year, yes. This year, not as much. Would you ever take Mark Andrews over Travis Kelsey? That's not the that's not same. Yeah, like, that's not, uh, Mark that's Andrews, not the question. Mark though. Andrews is like 25. And like, Kelsey's yeah. like 31. Just off of that, I'm, I'll probably yeah. take Mark Andrews. Hmm. But. Uh, yeah, for bro. one season, and if, like I mean, who knows? You could. You, I wouldn't be mad. If someone said Mark Andrews. I might still go Kelsey for one season, but I mean, definitely ain't a crazy drop off, and definitely not this year. I wonder if we'll see Kyle Pitts on that list next year, and whose spot would he take? What you mean? Kyle Pitts is on that. Yeah, he's a. Oh, he's a. Oh, he's he is. NFC. Yeah, NFC oh, Pro Bowl. He's in the NFC. Oh shit! Him and George Kittle. Who's um? Yeah. Oh, word. Yeah. He's about to be tearing the league up. Yeah, for years to come. He's about to be crazy. Like he's got a lot more, more to to show us. (laughs) I just, man, like him going. How much longer does he have, Matt Ryan? I was about to say something about like Uh, why, like Atlanta. I think one more year. I think just based on Matt Ryan's contract, because I don't know, they can't re-sign him after this contract is up. There's no way. He's already like pushing the brink of his like ability right now. Like he's still putting out pretty Matt solid Ryan numbers. To the Panthers? But, you know that would work. They could all figure Matt shit Ryan out over the there. Nah, no, nah. my God, that would just ruin the the, the, the image I have for <laughs> <Yeah>. that team. <laughs> yeah, like this is what y'all really like. Yeah, I'd be like, no, just no, go get a quarterback. no, just get, <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> How much do you think Matt Matt Ryan thinks he's worth at this point of his career? I mean, probably at least like twenty five mil a year. Yeah. Nah. I think he's more uh, sensible than that. <laughs> Let's pull up the numbers. Hold on. Pull up the numbers on what? Matt Ryan this year. I want to see. The numbers. He got see. like he got like nearly four thousand yards. Like he got like thirty something, thirty three touchdowns. I think. Let's see. 
ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
just dumping and dumping the ball off nonstop. Getting rid of the ball. Could you put Could you put Fournette over James Conner? Is you yeah, I think you could. Year. You might be yes, able to. Could. Yeah, I think that's. A, I think I would. I, think I had he, both of them. In I fantasy. think he got the rack uh, on the way. And he had this. He had several. He did well receiving Eight, too. 12, so five, I don't, almost. Whoa. Oh, 69 catches too. Oh man. Is he? Two touchdowns. Yeah, he that's a snub. So like, oh yeah, yeah. He probably should have been a, well. Not Over James? you can't you can't take off the rushing leader. I feel like the rushing TD leader though. Like I get why they put him on, but I can. Ah. How many? LeGarrette I think Blount you. Had that's the, like I, I think remember you can, the year that Legarrette Blount. Legarrette Blount. How like <laughs> he was going crazy. <laughs> Mad red, one yard touchdown. All red zone touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, furthest touchdown was like from like twenty six yards. <laughs> yeah, something ridiculous. Yeah, it's, that was a lit year for him. Yeah, for sure. but like, I'm sure it was easy on the legs. <laughs> My man <laughs> just came in the red zone. Nah, Garrett Blount's like, still a dog though. He could move. Oh yeah, yeah. Nah, he was, size, was, he was like two fifty. <laughs> the motherfucker was huge. Sure there were there were better running backs, but he had like twenty yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, he was on the pass. Yeah, with Tom Brady and yeah, it was like well, all right, he's he's in so. Never forget Jonas Gray, man. <laughs> Jonas Gray. Do you think like you miss a like that led to the end of your like basically the end of your career because you have four touchdowns the game prior and it's like oh where is up for me like people know my name like and then you show up for a meeting late and it's just like you're done forever. Yeah, that's correct. Wow, they said Bill Belichick is a is a hold up. Nah, Google, what does Jonas Gray do now? It says how did, how a dead battery changed. <laughs> said today he stays in shape for football in between taking care of his family and working at a Boston energy company. The XFL recently skipped over Gray in their first draft of the rebooted league. That was two years ago. So, Yeah, why is Jacoby Brissett in? Too so right now. I mean, they're probably just throwing him in there trying to do something. They're up ten. They've done that before. Like, well, I guess that's for QB sneaks. But I remember in Baltimore when I went to the game, they took out Jacoby Brissett. I'm like, oh, Tua. Like they put in Tua on a messed up finger, still went out and won. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's why I put him in. But yeah, that is uh, all we got for the Zone Talk podcast today. Uh, this is a very long episode, uh, but all nonetheless. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Make up for last week. Holiday. Yeah, Yo, you got to put the episode name, parentheses, yeah. holiday special. Yeah. That ass. Nah, it's going to be the holiday special for sure. Holiday edition. Uh, two weeks worth of content in one episode. We appreciate all you guys for listening. Uh, like, subscribe, and tell a friend about the Zone Talk podcast. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we'll catch you guys next week. Happy New Year. Zone Talk, Zone Talk, Zone Talk. Zone, 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 the door. I know what your spots like. I've been there before. I left my main hoe, now my son, my main hoe. Jigger chain clothes, live exquisite, they know. Performing plain clothes, get the bag and race home. Ain't got time for lame hoes or any of you lame hoes. Riding something for him, riding in that Zane low. Rich or poor, still gonna live by the same code. Off the throne, it's how to think how I got home. I'm at the mall shopping, but I think I got those. I got drugs up in my system, I might go off. Hey. Quarter on the beat, I tell him go off. I 
ain't never been the type to show off. And I ain't never pressed, don't make me go off. Yeah. Okay, I want a deal, but they be robbing. Still, my bike crib from north up to prospect. Kill these niggas, bite me hard. I feel like ho. They feel these niggas flex too hard. They care about hoes for real. Yeah. Top speed, OD, low key on me. Top speed, OD, low key. Shorty won't get drafted, but I'm only trying to blaze her. 20 out of 10 every single time I raid her. Probably got a hundred on the dash just like a racer. I'ma go top speed. I'ma go top speed. Yeah. I'ma go top speed.